Welcome to the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your employees all the information they need to be successful at their jobs. Now, let's get started with the show. Dr. Jeremy Weiss here, host of the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your staff everything they need to be successful at their job. I'm here with Emma Mills of my PA, and I'm going to introduce her formally in a second. I always, Emma, like to talk about past episodes, some past episodes to check out on the Process Breakdown is David Allen of Getting Things Done. That was a great episode. Michael Gerber of The E-Myth and many, many more. And everyone's just geeks out and talking about processes and systems, which is the non-sexy or sexy stuff that basically makes things function the way they should function. And before I introduce Emma, this episode is brought to you by Sweet Process. And if you've had team members ask you the same questions over and over again, uh, Emma, as you probably know, there is a better way. There's a, there is a solution to this. And Sweet Process is actually a software that makes it drop dead easy to train and onboard new stop, staff and save time with existing staff. And not only do universities, banks, hospitals, and software companies use them, but when I was talking to Owen, one of the owners, you know, first responder government agencies actually use them in life or death situations to run their operations. So listen, if they're good enough for them, they're good enough for me. You can use Sweet, Sweet Process to document all the repetitive tasks that eat up your precious time and your team's time so they can focus on growing. And there's, uh, you can sign up for a free 14-day trial. No credit card is required at all. Go to sweetprocess.com. It's sweet like candy, S-W-E-E-T, process.com. And I'm here with Emma Mills, the owner of MyPA. That's M-I-P-A. Um, and the UK's number one award-winning choice for virtual PA support in call answering. And who doesn't want that? You can offload your tasks to them. So you can, again, it's actually the same theme, which is helping, you know, just they can grow their company. So they help business owners and entrepreneurs get rid of their own, you know, get out of their own way and focus on the fun stuff. They've been helping business for over 13 years. Uh, Emma, thanks for joining me. Oh, no, thank you for having me today. I'm happy to be here. Talk, tell me more about your company and what you do. Sure. So, um, Ultimately, we help business owners to what I say, focus on the fun stuff. So it's all of the things that you've just talked about in that intro, all the things that they probably get low energy with, the stuff that needs to happen, but they don't, it's not the best use of their time. We help them to focus on getting rid of all of that, getting somebody else to do it who can do it quicker, faster, document it, process it and leave them with everything that they love to do, the things that they were born to do in their business, whether it's you know, generate more revenue, grow the strategy, or whether it's also just spending that time to go home on time and spend time with family and loved ones. So we ultimately help them get stuff done, whether it's for them themselves as the business owner, getting the task done off their list, whether it's operationally or customer service driven. Um, and we, we, we also help them manage their inbound communication so that every phone call that comes in gets answered and answered really well. And they just have a really good experience, whether the business has one person in it or whether it has 10 ultimately. So, yeah. I'd love to hear um, the most common requests and the types of clients that you serve. Um, so the most common requests are 
will you answer my phones? Because it's a quick win for every business. Makes you look great. You don't miss any leads. You don't waste money on marketing. So the most common is that answering the phones and also inbox because so many people now just get suckered into spending all day in their inbox, being reactive. Totally. Realizing that at the end of the day, they've literally spent all day in there and not done a great deal else. Um, so those are the most common kinds of tasks that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's quite varied and wide ranging, but those are the most common. I think because they make such a big impact straight away. And our, our clients, so we don't specialize in a specific like sector or type of business. They're all very, very different from cleaning to trades to IT support. But I guess ultimately, most of our clients either will work on their own and not want to grow a business and want not want to grow employed business ultimately and will want to get extra support so they can earn more, have more time, enjoy themselves. Or they will be a growing ambitious team, maybe about two to 10 people, and they'll all have their own um, they'll all be doers. They'll all have their own thing to focus on. But the actual business owner doesn't get any support he's that that person's only quite self-sufficient only growing it by wearing all the hats and then we will step in and help the business owners start to really leverage their time and free themselves up so you know um there's a lot of service businesses that you help so you're helping answering yeah. the phones um i can imagine that there's a lot of lost business that occurs when someone's answering the phone uh, in general or not answering the phone you know uh so what are some of the biggest mistakes you've seen on I'm sure that you've experienced the companies that you've helped when they are answering the phone, they may be making some big mistakes and then they kind of go, okay, let's just let them do it and uh, take it from there. What are some big mistakes people make when yeah. answering the phone? Well, I think, I think one of the biggest mistakes is not a lot of companies will often give it the time it deserves, like considering it's the first impression that somebody will have of your business. I feel like it gets left to just, you know, as long as we've got a working phone system and people that might grab the phone, I don't think enough like analysis or, or research goes into like, are we answering the phone well? Are we like answering people's queries? Are we missing calls? Are we just letting our team who have their own job to do have another responsibility of answering the phone? They actually don't do it that well. It's not really what they were employed to do. It's, you know, they don't, it's not what they want to do. And actually, the person on the other end of the phone isn't going to get the best experience. So I think my number one would be the amount of companies that we we deal with that have actually given no thought to what's going on at the very front of the business. And it's most often, you know, how a new lead comes in and you've often spent money to get that lead. It's how customers come in and maybe interact or ask questions. Um, and, and again, I think it's like a lot of companies will spend money and research on marketing, getting more customers or, you know, implementing, I don't know, new systems, employing new staff. But actually the phones gets left to the gets left last quite a lot of the time. I think people just assume, well, it'll get answered. That, that's it. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things that um, once we start to dig into it and most often after we've answered calls for, say, a couple of weeks or They'll, they'll then see specific changes like, oh, my team actually have more time in the day to just get on with what they were meant to be doing rather than being distracted. Or we've had we've captured more new leads because before we were just letting it ring out and they were ringing the next person on Google or it was going to, a, you know, we, we thought they might leave a voicemail, but they never do leave a voicemail because people don't like to do that anymore. So, um, yeah, I think just giving it the attention it deserves as well. Just And, and it's such an easy thing. Put right as well and to get somebody else to handle it for you 
you're taking over a lot of people's calls and inboxes. And there's a lot of different probably systems and also variability with this. And um, I'd love to hear how you implement Sweet Process a little bit and handle systems. Um, how did you discover Sweet Process? Um, so that is a really good question. So it was about four and a half years. No, it was maybe like five years ago. And I remember it specifically because um, so basically a, a guy that we were working with that was um, working on our lead generation had used it um, and he recommended it to me. And I remember sitting down, um, stupid story, but we sat down in our boardroom and we watched Sweet Process had a video like on the homepage and it was like all the stuff that it solved. And at the end, this guy was going snowboarding because he'd like solved all of this stuff. And I sat there in the um, boardroom with my ops manager and a couple of other members of the team. I was like, look at this. Like, and, and it stuck in all of our minds that once you get all this good stuff done, you can either go snowboarding or you can go and like do the things that you enjoy doing. So we, so we started with Sweet Process. And I think, one of the biggest things for us about using it and for anybody else who's thinking about using it or even just starting creating processes is, I mean, we've been using it for five years now and I don't know how many individual processes are in there, but there's a lot. And, but it's not like all of those got just done and created on day one for us. It's been very much about, we, we then had a great place to store it. We could see who'd, um, who'd read a process, who had been trained on it, who'd signed off on a process. We could see when people, um, updated or amended a process. And so the big thing for us was having all of that in a place where we could go, right, that's it. And then literally just week by week adding, you know, internally for ourselves, like adding, okay, we're going to write a process for that now. I'm going to write. And it's been very much like, you know, the marginal gains every week of adding another one, adding another one. And then all of a sudden you've got this really amazing operations manual sat inside sweet process. Um, so for us, it's had a massive impact internally on our own business, like the amount of times now in, in our office where one of like maybe a new team member will go, how do I do X? And I'll hear Matt, my ops manager go, have you checked sweet process first? Because most often the answer is in there because it's like this really great collection now of actually before you ask, ask me the question, just go and check because if it's not in there, then we'll write a process to, to cover it off. Um, and the same goes for our clients. So ultimately, like you said, yeah, we do we do end up creating and running a lot of processes for our clients. So in the very same way, we have sweet process for my PA, and then we have sweet process whereby all of our clients, if if we take something off them that's now our responsibility, we build the steps behind it, we create the processes. So it it pretty much directs and helps our team get you know 90% done of any task so um yeah no it has it's I mean yeah it's a massive part of our the backbone of our business for sure yeah that's amazing I love that and, and it's also it just resonates with the message you help your customers which which is like let us handle it and that it kind of allows you to train your team I'd love to hear what are some of the most valuable features that you have found from from using it you mentioned a few where you can you know, see where people are checking off and have visibility into that. What are some of the features that you find most valuable? Um, probably number one is the ability to amend amend a process, improve on it, and you have you can get that signed off. You can see when it was done, when it was changed. And I mean, for us, it's invaluable with our clients. So 
for example, if we take over managing somebody's inbox and then after maybe a month of working together, they'll say, actually, I'm going to let you act as me now and you can reply to emails. And so we might add in some more steps of how to handle that really well. So it Sweet Process does a really cool thing of allowing us to see almost like the audit trail of, well, we we changed this process like in month two of working together and we can see that and it also helps with you know if there are queries later down the line of why we carry out a task in a certain way well we've got all the the audit trail there to say well we you know we we amended this process back in february do you remember this is what we agreed and it gives us all of like the the time stamp which is really great for us with our clients as well because we can see how things have changed and improved and progressed um and i'd say the number two which is really really helpful for us because we are a growing business we we onboard staff and team members quite regularly the the signing off the the somebody like actually signing their name to say yeah i've read this process i understand it and approving it it really um it's like it's helped our training like step up a gear to go okay well you know this person onboarded three weeks ago we can see that they've fully understood and they've signed off that they've gone through these training modules so that's helped us really understand like you know who's got what skills at what point who's been trained on what so it really helps us manage our resource as well how does it integrate emma with the other systems that you use because i'm sure you use different um maybe project management, other things, how does Sweet Process integrate into the those other things that you use? Yeah, for sure, no, really well. So um, in its simplest terms, we do use a project management system and we use Asana for that. So how, we, how they combine for us is, so Asana will drive our team on what they need to do for a client day-to-day, week-to-week. And in that task, let's say a daily task or a weekly task or a monthly task, inside the description of that task, there will nine times out of 10 be to do this task. Here is the link to, and the sweet process, process link, the URL will just be in. So that's all. So the idea would be that if God forbid, like all of my team was sick on the same day, I should be able to go into a task, click the sweet process link, and at least like 90% of it, it is there for me to be able to go through, to, to carry out the steps. And, you know, of course you can't like, 100% processize everything. There's always like little nuances or things that you know can't control, but the majority of how to carry something out. So that that's how we link them together. Ultimately, our project management system gives us our list of things to do. And inside them, there is um, a, the link to the sweet process that, that tells you how to do it. So, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So it keeps everything nice and clean inside of your Asana, it sounds exactly. like. Yeah. You know, I'm curious if you back up when you were first exploring Sweet Process and you had a high recommendation of someone you trusted, you looked at it, resonated with you. Were there any other questions in the very beginning that you needed answered before you decided to actually use and get Sweet Process? Um, any questions? I don't think so, really. I mean, we... We, we, we needed a place that would help us store our SOPs ultimately. And I do recall that we dabbled a little bit with Dropbox prior to that in terms of just having some folders and putting in a Word document that was, you know, had some basic steps in it. But that quickly became apparent that, it, yes, it might work if you've got maybe 10 or 10 documents, 10 processes, but the, have, we needed something that was going to 
take part of the management out of it for us and just so things like um you know the updating the having things ca like catalogued categorized we and then, i mean for what we needed it gave us a solution and it wasn't really the kind of thing because it's not like it's that is you know it's not a huge cost to have sweet process it's not like a, it was a big decision making process we knew it needed what what we needed it to do basically yeah what's been emma for you the biggest game changer in using sweet process I would say, um, so we, so as I've said, like we use it in two ways, I guess we use it for my PA and we use it for all of our clients. And I guess the biggest game changer is, as you like quite rightly pointed out by the nature of what we do, we, we are carrying out lots of quite bespoke things for different businesses constantly. It's not just like we have one product and it's done exactly the same way. It's not like we might handle your inbox slightly differently to Owens and to someone else's. Everyone's differently. And also yeah. even I may say, well, for this person inside of Mbex respond this way, for this type of person in my Mbex respond this way. So there's probably a million different variations too. Yeah, exactly that. So sweet process has that. It's definitely enabled us to start to, to really scale up because I mean, we have like, say, I think we have like three, 350, 400 customers now. It's helped us to really scale up our service in a bespoke way, if that makes sense. It's enabled us to do, to service people in the way that they particularly want or how we agree on with them and something that's specific to them. And Sweet Process has, has enabled us to log that, to, to have everything we need, to be able to do it at scale, but bespokely to uh, to customers individually i guess that's the best description i can kind of give of yeah because uh, that was always a concern in the very beginning because you had you know different people's logins processes all of that kind of thing and then agreeing with someone and having that logged is is 100 has really made that the pa support side of the business so much easier Emma, how has it changed your typical day? You remember watching that first video with Sweet Process where there was someone snowboarding. I'm not saying you're into snowboarding, but how has uh, implementing Sweet Process changed your typical day? Um, it continues to change it in terms of the amount of time that would otherwise be spent solving problems or answering questions so i mean we're, we we are great here in that every time a question gets asked we'll almost add it to a list and say okay how do we solve that in the future so you know what was missing in that question needs to be asked so i think in terms of changing in my day in my ops manager's day in anybody's day um is it has reduced time spent on um like more than one person being involved in trying to find out the answer to something because we we have so much logged in suite process it's the natural place now for any of our team to go oh i've got this question how am i going to find that okay well i'll search suite process first i'll go to the necessary area so because obviously you know there's I mean, there's 21 of us now in the team and, and obviously the lines of communication that can that can go into a lot of time spent in the day answering quick reactive questions but suite process is really a great place now for all of our team to just look and solve things first so it's it's really um it, it's made our time much more productive what's the next big goal you want to achieve in your company um good question so um we do have a really specific plan um and so we have around 350 customers now um and we have quite a consistent scaling plan so ultimately our plan is around having an additional 20 customers every month so 
although it's a, and I guess it's a, along the lines of sweet process, although it's not like one, it's not like one big number to give you the, like this is how we've kind of like one with my PA, we just do the, the, the good things well consistently. So our big goal is just to keep doing the 20 customers a month. Yeah. And is like, there, who's ideal customers? I know you serve a lot of different types of customers. Are there ones in particular, like, oh, these two types of customers, if we could just duplicate and replicate those across the organization, we would, who's ideal for you? Um, I would say it is the, um, the CEO or the MD of a business who has a growing, ambitious, successful business already. But what has happened is because they are so naturally like the entrepreneur and they have been used to wearing all of the hats, they don't have any support at all. And where we really, where we really do help, um, a lot of these kind of business owners is where they, when they realize that they when they've sort of experienced even just having like 20 hours a month of PA support just to take a bit back or 30 hours, while it's not like a full-time person, we really start to make some headway then in leveraging their time and then moving on to doing more, growing more, you know, spending their time on the, the bigger things. So I would say business owners who do have a team, but they've just never, ever got around to the way of thinking of actually, I'm going to get some support for myself. Yeah. Emma, I have one last question for you before I ask it. Where should we point people online to check out more about MyPA? Uh, the best place, and I'm really glad it just happened now, is that we've just had our new website. So I can now confidently say the best place is just mi-pa.co.uk. That is the best place to look. mi-pa.co.uk. Check exactly. it out. Last question, Emma, is what's the next step that someone listening should take to start to streamline operations? Um, my advice is always that operations can be very overwhelming and you need to just break it down into, okay, what was the last question that somebody asked me? What was the, what was the last problem that happened? And just solve that one thing and write a process that solves it and just set yourself a target of say, I'll write one a week or I'll write, you know, like, because otherwise, I, and I've been there myself, it becomes crazy overwhelming of solving everything. So my thing is always, okay. What's going to be most impactful for your time to solve, to have a way for somebody else to do so they don't have to ask you the question. Just take it step by step and just keep like layering on process after pro. And, and before you know it, you've already suddenly got this amazing operations manual that's helping out your business. Emma, I want to be the first one to thank you. Everyone check out mymi-pa.co.uk. Check out Sweet Process. Check out more episodes of the Process Breakdown podcast. And Emma, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for listening to the Process Breakdown Podcast. Before you go, quick question. Do you want a tool that makes it easy to document processes, procedures, and or policies for your company so that your employees have all the information they need to be successful at their job? If yes, sign up for a free 14-day trial of Sweet Process. No credit card is required to sign up. Go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, and process like process.com. Go now to sweetprocess.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial. Hi, this is Owen, the CEO and co-founder here at Sweet Process. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast interview, uh, actually, you know what I want you to do? Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That way we get more people aware of you know, the good stuff that you get here on this podcast. Again, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. 
Looking forward to reading your review. Have a good day. That's